You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 23 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cohen. I'm so happy that you're already <laughs> laughing at our shenanigans, but I just want to warn everybody right now, trigger warnings for the entire episode. This episode will contain... The entire, the entire contain, episode is a trigger warning. It's a, everything. I'm triggered already. Stephen is already on the floor. This episode will contain references to things of a sexual nature. Trigger! This episode will contain references to things of an anti-Semitic nature. Trigger! Trigger! (laughs) Any any other triggers? I don't know. I'm sure we can Uh, come up with a few as we go along. So just consider yourself warned. In this, the era of the Me Too movement and the other movements that are out there... People are very sensitive and justifiably so. We are, we too are sensitive to these things. But as we were talking, as we were prepping for the episode, Stephen and I recognize that there are certain subjects that are going to trigger responses today. So, <laughs> without a doubt, I mean, yesterday was Sex Crimes Friday. <laughs> I mean, it isn't every Friday Sex Crimes Friday? No, no, no. Crimes yesterday Friday. was Sex Crimes Friday. We had. Okay, <laughs> tell me. Tell okay. me. <laughs> First, we had uh, uh, what's his name, Robert, Robert Kraft. Kraft. Robert Kraft, the, the owner, owner of the Patriots, who is, who is a Jew, by the way, who is a Jew, a, a good friend of Bibi Netanyahu's, and a, a good friend, friend of, of the Trump, president. Yeah. Was, not a friend to the MN corner. No, though, no, no, I just no. So, to say. so Robert Kraft was uh, is going to be charged with soliciting yeah. prostitution uh, from a massage parlor in Jupiter, Florida. He apparently uh, paid fifty nine dollars for a happy ending, and fifty nine. Fifty nine. That's what I heard. Of. So I heard the services right. were fifty nine to seventy nine dollars, and the cop said we have a video of the act. Right. I don't think any human being should be forced to watch that <laughs> no, video. No, the poor cops. Oh my god. The poor, the poor prostitute. <laughs> yes, of course, the poor prostitute. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing yeah. that they're, they're saying that this is actually more serious than just solicitation of prostitution. Because right. the, this particular massage parlor was under surveillance for the past year because it was engaged in human and sex trafficking. So Jesus. I don't know whether that implicates Robert Kraft in those bigger crimes. Crimes, probably not. Probably not, but but who knows? Who knows? We don't anyway, know. So these we're poor women, these poor Chinese women, were brought over to the United States to Ugh. for jobs, and they were locked into this massage parlor. Twenty four seven. That's where they. That's where they slept. That's where they ate, and that's where they serviced Pro, people like Robert. That's where they serviced. Yeah. Hold on a second. I want to talk about the fee structure. Here. <laughs> okay. Fifty nine dollars seems like an odd number. I, you know, I don't know. Is it like one of those? Is it like the, at the gas station? I've never been. I don't know. I, no, I'm not talking about this. I'm not talking about in general because right. clearly this is not something you and I have any. So is it like fifty nine dollars for like a tire rotation and? No, but it's like like if you say sixty, does that turn off potential customers? I don't like, know. Do we need to go with the price point of fifty nine? Right. Right. Like, I don't know. Do you feel like you're getting a bargain? 
at fifty nine as opposed to like sixty three dollars. <laughs> and then like, what's the tipping situation there? Yeah, like, is it like we should is make it like light tipping of this. the person who cuts your hair? I don't know. I mean. Dude, tip for a good job. The whole or, thing you know, is totally grody and sleazy and gross and disgusting. And, and I thought I, he had a girlfriend. I thought he was like 80. Yeah, he is. But he, no, so here's the story. His wife died. His wife died a few years ago. It was ago. more than that. It was like 10 years ago. It's, uh, I think it was less than 10 years ago. I don't ago, know. My actually. in-laws kind of, my in-laws knew her because yeah. my in-laws were both on look. boards of Jewish organizations in in Boston, right. like Jewish vocational services and JF and CS, whatever that is. And so, and she was very active. They actually were both very active, but it's more her, uh, whatever her name was. Um, Myra. Kraft. I was going to say Myrna. Okay. So Myra, Myra, she died in 2011. Oh, so she died, you know, eight years ago. Um, yeah. So she, he subsequently has, has had a girlfriend. And so he's, you know, become this big, you know, buddy of Donald Trump and a supporter of Donald Trump. And my mother-in-law always says this, if, if Myra were alive, this never would be happening. Really? Yeah. So you don't think? That's what she, I, gonna, I don't know. It's I'm not like my mother-in-law was, land. it's not like my mother-in-law was tight with Myra, but at, at least I think they knew them enough through these, you know, Jewish organizations to know that Myra was like, you know, this liberal woman who, you know. That's great, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say this was not his first rodeo. No, 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 definitely not. But what the, the, the scuttlebutt was that he had this girlfriend much yeah. younger than him, and that's how he kind of like moved in this direction of, of Trumpism. Oh, so, but Trumpism, yes, but prostitution. Oh, well, maybe he doesn't have the girlfriend anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and so he's like 77 years old. Your, your mother-in-law is saying he would never have been a Trump supporter. So what's worse in this scenario? Yeah. Being the fact a Trump that he was soliciting prostitutes or the fact that he's a Trump supporter? Well, I, I'm convinced That's that, I, I, you know, I, I, the, the president, I mean, you know, birds of a feather. The president solicited prostitutes, right? I think the president has been more than solicitous of prostitutes. <laughs> right? So, like, I don't, the whole, it's just, this guy. okay, so that was sex crimes number one. Well, hold on, well, oh, okay. I want to talk, I want to get back to that price point thing, oh, okay. because I have a funny, I have a funny story okay, to tell, tell you. Me. Did I ever tell you about uh, when I was in Chicago filming uh, how I got propositioned on the street? No, but do we need an extra trigger warning here? Because I, I have a trigger, fair idea. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger okay. warning. Sex story right, this, this, this segment in particular is only for immature adults. Seriously, right. truly immature adults. Truly immature. Okay, go. Uh, so I'm, I'm on. I think you might have I'm, told me this, and I've repressed the memory of you telling me this. You, go. you know what? If, if you knew this story, you would never repress it because it's awesome. <laughs> so I'm on the south side of Chicago. It's a Friday morning. How early? In the summer, like nine, ten o'clock. Okay. We're filming. We're shooting like just scenic stuff, like in the neighborhood, uh-huh. like just to get a flavor. Okay. I'm standing out. Is on the, the Hill Street Blues, uh, you know, theme song going? Themes, in the theme ahead. song. It always no. is, isn't it? I mean, that's like that's on constant loop in my head. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's be careful out there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so I'm standing out there with the cameraman, yeah. and the two of us are, you know, just to set the stage. He's probably ten years younger than I am, okay. but. You know, like I am, he is a good Jewish boy okay. from from a nice family, okay. and the two of us are just out there filming. Okay. And this, these two women walk past us, okay. and they notice what we're doing because not everybody has a video camera on the south side of Chicago. Nine thirty on Friday morning. Yeah. Okay. 
I'm actually just trying to get a shot of a train passing through the neighborhood, you know? Is this a subway train or is this like a, no, a it's freight like train? The L. The, no, the okay. L. The L. Okay. So she stops. And that, of looks. course, was germane to the story. The L, yeah, of freight course, train, yeah, Amtrak. Totally. I mean, you know what? We're setting the stage here. <laughs> we're, painting, we're painting a picture. We're painting a picture. So this woman, these two women stop. They watch us for a couple of seconds. And then one of them says... Now, you look like someone who won't mind me saying this. All right, you ready? Trigger warning. <laughs> I'll suck your dick for $4. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, four? Four dollars? I'm like, I look at the camera, and I'm like, dude, that is a deal. I'm like, four bucks? I'm like, even my wife would have to say, like, wow, that's a good price, bro. You see, I knew I didn't tell you this, because you would never forget this story. So I'm thinking to myself, like, so is that, like, the beginning of a negotiation, or is that a final price? She needs to move to Jupiter, Florida. Seriously. Oh, my God. So I know now... You know something about price levels in different different countries wow. or different parts of the that country, I should say. Awful. But you know, meanwhile, we're like, ah, no thanks. Like, bye. Like, have um, a good day. I would have run away. I would have left the camera. I would have just no, run away. Yes. It was too awesome to run away. It was too. No, fun. I would have been like, oh, I mean, ooh, I this is too... weird. I'm embarrassed. I gotta go. Call Lauren. No, no, we have we had filming to do, but it was like four bucks. Where do you come <laughs> up with that figure? Where do you decide four dollars is the sweet spot? What did the spot? camera guy say? He was also kind of in shock, and we looked at each other, and he's like, that is a good deal, but, however, seeing as how we're both happily married people, uh, that probably wasn't in the cards for anybody that day, but I felt badly, nevertheless, that things come down to that, to $4. Wow. Yeah. That is demented. It was crazy. Demented. That is one of those stories that when people, when we finally finish this film and we go out and start going to film festivals and doing Q&As and whatever afterwards, I will not be repeating that story. That's not a story that is that's definitely going to be not a story that you want no. now. No, like because somebody is inevitably going to say like, well, what was the most interesting thing that happened to you while you were shooting? And I mean, that by far was the most interesting thing that happened while we were shooting, but <laughs> All right. I'm not going to talk about that. Sex anyway. crimes... Friday story number two. Number two. Okay. So, the former sports agent, a guy from CAA Sports, (laughs) this guy. I think this is really number three, but anyway, go on. Rick, it was, uh, no, no, no. Uh, The former head of the company's tennis division, Steve Heumann, or Hoyman, who was a co-head of its basketball division, and top agent Amit Noar, who has represented some of the biggest Hold names on. in tennis, including Novak Djokovic, Marat Safin, and Milos Rukonic. The complaint claims that CAA's management proceeded to undermine the professional reputation and careers of these two assistants, Lopez and Mons, and the organization retaliated against the pair for speaking up wrongfully, for blowing the whistle on this guy, Amit Noah, who demanded that they one of these women shave his back. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right. Hold on a second. So Ms. Lopez. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on on a second. Hold on. No, no. My mind is being blown a little bit here because honestly, when you mention the first name, Stephen Human, 
Don't laugh because you don't even know what I'm about to okay, tell go. you. I'm pretty sure he went to my school. No. I'm pretty sure he was in my sister's class. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. Oh my so god. Anyway, so I, my mind is blown that what so was he the back shave guy no, or was no, the no, other no. guy the this, back this, shave guy? No, this Israeli sounding guy named Amit Noor asked this yeah. woman Stephanie Lopez <laughs> to shave his back. And then when she and this other guy named Rick Mons took the Rick issue Moss. to management they, and they blew the whistle on where they were fired. Uh, and were they fired? Uh, they said uh, that there was, they said that there was, there was pushback. Push, what is pushback? I don't know. Mean? I don't know. They retaliated against the pair for speaking up and wrongfully terminated <sighs> months for blowing the whistle on Noor. Yeah. And so the, the thing was, is that, was Ms. Lopez was subjected to inexcusable behavior at the hands of former CIA agent, Mr. Noir. Can we talk for a second? Shave my back. Can we talk for a second about <laughs> back shaving? Uh, what the hell? I know! What the hell? Oh my God, I'm so... Imp- Why do you want this woman to shave your back? your back? It's just a power no. thing. Like all of these sexual... This, this is sexual gross. harassment and You and I have talked about this. It, it's it's Think about it. Dude. If your back hair is nothing to be proud of. I know. And like, <laughs> why would you use your, like, your back hair to like lord it over as someone who works for you? <laughs> I, want you I want you to come over here and shave my what back. What the fuck is that? That is some People crazy shit. People are demented. Shit. That is crazy. It's demented. I don't even want Lauren to see my back hair. No, because you're ashamed of it. I, I am ashamed be. of it. I don't feel you're like I'm ashamed of our back This hair. is disgusting. Exactly. Why does this guy want this woman to shave his back hair? What, what, what goes on in people's heads? What happens to them when they're breastfeeding it's like, that this is like a thing? It's like Harvey Weinstein when he made women watch him shower and towel off. It's like, dude, you're a troll. Why would you want anybody uh. to look at you when you're naked? And if you just like, does the guy saying shave my back think that some woman is going to be like, <laughs> yeah, wow, baby. I'm really hot. Yeah. I'm really hot now. I'm shaving your disgusting so... back. Oh my yeah. God. Clearly, Stephen, you and I are doing something wrong. <laughs> no, because... we're doing it right. I'm not asking anybody <laughs> to shave my back. <laughs> because nobody has shaved our backs. We've never gone to prostitutes. Oh we're doing God. something wrong. What? Seriously. We're... I mean, what the hell? I feel like I'm in the minority. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't visited a prostitute. I haven't asked someone to shave my back. Right, I'm telling you, we're doing something wrong. Okay, case number three: Sex Crimes Friday. Hold on, I need to think about what the, the back, back shaving, shaving thing for a second. We can't just move on. That I don't know. It's too gross. I mean, I trigger un- warning. I can't again. unthink. Th- I can't unthink these things now. It's horrible. But like, what? I don't even. I do. It's like so far outside the realm of like. No, because why would anybody want? It's some not other- game. It's not like, hey, baby, how you doing? I got my cavoisier. I mean, it's not that. It's I'm going to humiliate you. Right. But, that's exactly what it but is. But I'm humiliated I'm- by my own back hair. So how is that? Because it shows you who's got the power in this relationship. Like always- even though, even though it's humiliating to me, I'm going to show you that I'm your boss. And you're going to do whatever I but say. But still, the back... Look, I wear a swim shirt. And I always tell people, you know, I don't want to get cancer. I was a lifeguard when I was 16 and 17 years old. Spent a lot of time in the sun. But it's really is because I don't reason? want anybody to see my back. <laughs> is that really the reason? Yeah. yeah. 
I don't get I it. Have to tell, I, don't get I have it. to tell you that every time my kids see my back, they're like, well, you need to wax that. Uh, you really need to. And it, it doesn't make me feel good. Uh, well, it doesn't, like, yeah, doesn't remind you of the scene that. in 40-Year-Old Virgin where he gets waxed. That's exactly right. right. We were just talking about that the other day, too. And it's like, I, one of my kids was like, you know, I think they did that all in one take. Because you can't do that more than once. Like, Meanwhile, that, that was, was one of the funniest scenes of that movie. I still, I mean, I've seen it a thousand times. I still laugh. Right, but you laugh because you identify with it. <laughs> Steve Carell is, is yeah, dude. <laughs> he, he has a carpet. He really does. He really uh, does. Listen, I mean, it is what it, it, is. Is, what it is. You have back hair. I have back hair. Is, I don't. I don't flaunt it. Right. I don't ask people and so to you shave don't, like, it. You know, you're, you're engaged in like some demented, sick power game. Sick, sick. Oh god. I, I'm I'm glad we I'm glad we gave people the trigger uh, warning yeah. before that. Okay, one, that's horrible. Third case: Sex Crimes Friday. Number, case number three. Sex number three. Trigger warning. Jeffrey Epstein. Now this is one that's uh, been going on for a long time, and is the sickest. Is really uh, hor- horrific. So it turns out. That yeah. Alex Acosta, the Secretary of Labor, did you say Al Altacosta? <laughs> you know he's he's like in between our ages, and he looks like he's sixty five. I think he's about like 48, 49 years old. Get the like hell that. out of here! He's, I think he is. He looks like he's sixty five years old. Power ages people. That's why I look so young. Well, it's, especially when you're <laughs> such a douchebag. Anyway, so Alex Acosta, the Secretary of Labor, was the U.S. Attorney in Florida. And Jeffrey right. Epstein is this, uh, this. He's a Democrat. Is he a Democrat? <laughs> Doesn't is he friends with all these big Democrats like Bill Clinton and Donald Trump? Donald Trump's not a big Democrat though. He was. But I don't think it was big Democrat. Mm, maybe not. Um, Alan Dershowitz, when he goes on Fox News, builds himself as a liberal right? Democrat. Uh, okay, so so Alex Acosta is fifty. And he looks he he looks at least fifteen years older. Anyway, yeah. um, he Jeffrey Epstein for years. He's this big financier. He has billions and billions and billions of dollars. Has his own private island. Houses everywhere. <sighs> houses in Europe. For while he was making money as a financial, you know, as a trader and a wizard. Just you know, as one of these guys, whatever. Billions and billions of dollars. He was also sex trafficking underage girls. 14, 13 years old. Procuring. The stories stories are just mind-blowing. It was that it was that Miami Herald article a few months back. We we talked about it when it came out. I think it was last spring. And so so two of the victims sued the government because Alex Acosta cut a deal with Epstein's lawyers. Right. So that instead of going away for the rest of his life, which is what he deserved. And they they have actually testimony now of like 40 – they're now women, but they were 13 right. and 14 years old at the time. But I saw the this reporter from the Miami Herald on TV and she said, we believe there is a, 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 upwards of 100, a 100 victims. so sick. So, so sick. sick. And so Alex Acosta struck this deal with Epstein's lawyers where he would plead to prostitution, right. spend 13 months in a county jail – but Where he got to go he, home he, at he, night. No, 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 no. He slept there, but he got to go to his offices oh, right, every right, day right. for 12 hours. He had like, work, quote unquote, work release. But That's anybody crazy. else would have gone away for the rest of their lives. And yeah. so now. But somehow he got away with so, it. So a judge ruled 
that Acosta and Epstein's lawyers violated the law by cutting the steel and then keeping it secret from the victims. And now, but they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know whether he'll be retried. And, you know, and this is, this is, this moment in America, Acosta probably won't lose his job. Um, well, of course. Let well, I me mean, think about on, all the people who've done terrible things and have not resigned. Who are currently, who are currently serving in the cabinet. Currently serving in the cabinet or in the Congress or who are yeah. the, the governor of the governor of Virginia, the, the, the lieutenant governor of Virginia, the attorney general of Virginia. Um, uh, uh, what's it? Jim Jordan, that wrestling douche. Ohio. Uh, Ohio. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, the list goes on and on and on. So now everybody's and like, well, why the hell should I resign? On. That guy didn't resign. Exactly, because everybody's getting away with it. Right. Everyone's right. getting away with it. So that was Sex Crimes Friday. No, there's, you missed what? one. What? R. Kelly. Oh, R. Kelly. Holy crap. Although, That's wasn't he taken into custody after midnight? Didn't Sex Crimes Friday become... No, 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 no. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, okay, right. I thought before. it was early Saturday morning. Um, well, let's just call it Sex Crimes Weekend then. <laughs> R. Kelly. Right. <laughs> Decades of stories oh about God. R. Kelly, underage, 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 underage women, girls. and now he's finally uh, being charged. What took so long? I mean, this is something that you know what took so what? long. All of a sudden, there was this uh, documentary that oh, came right. out, and then now but it what took so long was what took so long was, and what's taken so long in the Jeffrey Epstein case is what in the Jeffrey mm-hmm. Epstein case you had poor young white yeah. and Latina girls. In yeah. the R. Kelly case, you had poor, young black girls. Yeah, that's it. You think that's what it I don't really know. was? I know that's my I, that's my I knee jerk know. reaction I, to it. No, my knee jerk reaction is it's the same thing as Harvey Weinstein. Like, why did it take so long for that shit to come out? Yeah. Because the, because he's making money for a lot of people. It's yeah, same with R. Kelly. I, right. Okay. It comes down to money. Okay, I go to identity. You go to money. I get it. Well, you know, I'm a Marxist, right? <laughs> you are. <laughs> Are you feeling the burn? Uh, no. they, they uncovered video of, of Senator Sanders and his wife coming back from the Soviet Union in the eighties and like praising how yeah. great the Soviet Union was. Are you feeling the burn? No, but you know what? It's like I said the other day. I twenty within twenty four hours of him announcing he's running for president, there were three or four articles saying he has no shot, no chance. He can't capture the magic of twenty sixteen again. Not that he won in twenty sixteen. And I was like, how does anybody know? Right. We're like. Oh, a little bit less than a year away from the Iowa caucuses. Like, how anybody but, but, sitting at their computer terminal at the Washington anything. Post can determine whether Bernie Sanders has a chance of winning the Democratic nomination and then becoming president. I don't know how anybody can b- foresee the future that way. Everybody said Donald Trump could never become the president of the United States. Well, here we are, people. Well, they didn't take into account Russia. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But you know what? Bernie Sanders raised like $6 million yep. in the first three years after announcing his candidacy. I know. A lot of people so, feeling the burn. Uh, you know, I'm keeping an open mind. Uh, and then, then you know, did you, read the, did you read the story about Amy Klobuchar? <laughs> yes, I did. She, she <laughs> ate a salad. The gr- I mean, look, she's she's a, <laughs> she ate a she's, salad she's, with a comb. She sounds like she's a tough slash abusive <laughs> boss, and she ate a. I think but the grossest thing is she ate a salad with a dirty comb on an airplane. Yeah. Um, and then, but this is something it. that could potentially. Well, Lauren and I were discussing it. This is yeah. something that people are saying is going to disqualify her for the president. Presidency. Meanwhile, Donald Trump talked about grabbing women's pussies, Thank and you. he was fucking Thank elected. Thank you. You know what? First of all, I read that article yeah. today, and she doesn't seem like a bad boss. I think you're right. She's an abusive mm-hmm. boss. Like there's, she should be called out for being abusive. Right. Like, however, 
once again, we're holding Democratic candidates up to a completely, and women, mm-hmm. yes, to a completely different standard than we are to, let's say, the criminal who is currently occupying the White House. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe it. Like, she's, you know what? You can see, you can see in this, in this political environment, people are like, oh, she's done. These stories yeah. and tablets, she's done. But the president can do anything, just about anything. And people are like, oh, yeah, whatever. Right, and let's not forget the yeah, yeah, senator from Mississippi who was photographed in the you know next to a guy wearing a Klan uniform, and <laughs> that didn't, that's not a disqualifier. I mean, uh, you know, I, I didn't. Wait, what did she say? I did was, tend uh, to lynching with you. It's like it's like I say to you, "Hey, I'd roll with you till the wheels fell off." Hey, I'd attend the lynching with you. What the fuck? Right, exactly. Till the wheels fall off. Jeez, yes, I think like, standards are different. Standards are completely different here. Be- you know why? What? Because there's shame on one side and there's no shame on the other side. Or there should be shame. It's completely uh, bonkers. Should, it is bonkers. But I, you know what? You and I discussed this the other day. And it goes back to a theme that we have gone back to over and over again. The media yeah. l- l- eats this shit up with a spoon. Yeah. Because the media has an interest in keeping all of these things going. Dude, we, we uh, talked about it in, 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 in the context of CNN hiring this terrible woman who right. used to be a spokesperson for, for, uh, for, sessions. for sessions. Now, it would be one thing if she had a journalistic background and she was a terrible person. Okay, it's mildly defensible. But she has no journalistic background and she's going to run 20 – she's going to be an editor on the uh, politics on the 2020 coverage for CNN. What? Again, it makes it makes no sense other than if you understand that all of these uh, – that CNN, just like Fox News, just like all the other networks, they need money. Right. They're making They're money. This. this is a business. Right. This is about ratings. This is about eyeballs. This is about attention. And if this is what's going to keep them in the spotlight, they don't give a yeah. shit if Trump gets no, elected no, no. again. No, it's good for business. They, it is good, good for, for business. business. And Trump you know what? Good for Trump, Trump is good for their business. And they've said it since day one. Right. He's not good for anything else. If you else. had a normal person in the White House, you still have coverage but you wouldn't have the non-stop coverage that i mean the 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 mania that you have now anyway there's mania i think that's the right word mania Mania. it's absolute mania and they're feeding it they're feeding the beast the beast isn't going away no it's exactly well what was her name she got pilloried at the white house correspondence dinner for saying you love donald trump you can't live without donald trump you're making money off of donald trump yeah she was absolutely right and she was pilloried by the fourth estate over that i love that word pilloried it is a good word um okay wait before we get out of here we do have to talk about a little bit about reactions to last week's Ooh, podcast. That's, that's right. That's right. The last week's podcast about anti-Semitism laid on me. Struck a chord. Struck a chord with a lot of our listeners, and I got feedback, yeah. and I know you got feedback. Right. Um, and this isn't going away. No. This isn't. This isn't going away. But I will have to say, I do have to say one thing though. Go. How do I put this, Stephen? We need to be constantly vigilant. For the weaponization, we've talked about this before, the weaponization of anti-Semitism. Right. Because while there, while this is a real thing on both sides, mm-hmm. we need to make sure that, how do I put this? There are instances that are not necessarily anti-Semitic, but are called anti-Semitic. Right. Oh, Absolutely. 
And this is the problem because that, that is last week. Last week you articulated this very well. You said that it shouldn't be for other people who are not Jewish to tell you that's the way you feel, the way you react to something right. is wrong. Just like you, a white person should never tell a black person who says this is racist. No, no, that's not racist. You you don't understand right, this right, properly. Right. However, there are certain things that some people would say. Well, that's anti-Semitic. And some people would say, no, right. that's not. That's exactly right. So what we, so we, what we need to be careful about, that. about. Yeah. We, we've talked about that. We've talked about the way in which politicians have sought to leverage the issue of Israel in a way that is put, puts their opponents on the defensive. Um, and and I, don't think, I don't think that criticism of Israel in, is anti-Semitic. I, as long as Unless you're not using anti-Semitic ideas and imagery to do right. that criticism, right? Right. So when you talk about hypnotizing, right. how Israel hypnotized the world, right? That's anti-Semitic. But there is there is too often, I and I agree with you. There is too often it is too often the case that either people who are kind of self-anointed representatives of the American Jewish community or others yeah. who you know want to take uh, will scream anti-Semitism when it's really not the case. There's also the case that, and we've seen this, and this is precisely what Kevin McCarthy was doing in his attacks on, on Ilham Omar, which was he himself has a track record of anti-Semitism, right. but he was trying to entrap others in this uh, in this as well. She actually fell for it and, and, and espoused anti-Semitic ideas. But yes, I think as, as Jews, we need to recognize it is both, it, as we said, it is nasty and violent on the right and nasty and self-righteous on the left. And I, I think the left has a, a much better chance of mainstreaming anti-Semitic right. views than the right. But And so we need to be vigilant about those things and we need to be vigilant about people who would use anti-Semitism in, uh, in, a, in, in charge anti-Semitism when it is ir- not irrelevant but but – these are not anti-Semitic things. Uh, No, but you're absolutely right. But to me, and again, you know, our bias is obvious in this show and in our, in our lives. It seems to me that Republicans would like nothing better than to disengage Jews from the democratic party. Right. Absolutely. And the best way they're going to do that is by painting all of these progressives as anti-Semitic, anti-Israel and anti-Semitic. And you know what? Yes. You have told me some anecdotes about people who you know, it's going to work to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. The more they say it, the more people are going to believe right. it. Right. And that's what we need to be careful of. Let's be clear. When there are people marching with tiki torches yelling, Jews will not replace us. Right. That's, that's anti-Semitism that's right there. That's anti-Semitic. Like, let's be, I, mean, I don't think there's any question. Right. Uh, right? But there is this really large gray area right. beyond well, that. Well, it's where anti-Semitism, the charge of anti-Semitism is, is weaponized. And when people, and it, it is intended to put people on the defensive, uh, and, 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 you know, this is what I think led to the kind of outpouring of anger on the part of supporters from, of Ilhan Omar who said, this was a manufactured crisis because yeah. in the past there have been these things that are manufactured that have been designed to put people on the defensive 
But this one wasn't. This this one wasn't. No, this one wasn't. But at the same time, yeah. even though this was real, the same people are now piling on. So right. it actually did them a favor right. because they didn't have to right. manufacture right. in this exactly. case. Exactly. Exactly. So all I'm saying is we got to be careful. Exactly. I would. Let's be I mean, let's be careful. Let's be careful. Going there, back Steven. to our Chicago <laughs> theme here. Hey, let's be let's careful, be out, careful there. out there. Oh my God! All right, all right, we're out of here. All right, and one more trigger warning. Yes. Uh, just so oh, you just wanted to say trigger warning. Yeah, I get it. This whole all episode right. was this a trigger warning. Said, tell the trigger warning. Go back and listen to it and be like, "Wow, I've been triggered a lot." <laughs> <laughs> and if you feel triggered, I think we did our job this week. Exactly. All right, everyone, all right. we're out. Peace. <laughs>